Hey there, I'm your host, Dylan. And I'm his wife, Justine. And together, let's make a baby. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome back to the next episode of Let's Make a Baby. I'm Dylan. I'm Justine. And we are here uh, ready to bring you another, I guess, fun-filled episode. Is that what this is going to be? That's what you told me it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know if fun's the right, uh, the right... Hopefully informative, might make you giggle. It's going to make you think. That's the goal here. Sure. Um, it's been a few weeks, and we are currently 25, 26 weeks 26. pregnant. Yeah. And uh, again, we're kind of in this weird waiting phase. But before we get too far into that, make sure to go like us on Facebook and Instagram, and please give us a review and a comment on iTunes. It's been a little bit lacking lately, and so we appreciate those. We love hearing from everyone. And it really just, uh, you know, we've got some more messages, um, and I think we're close to 5,000 downloads, which is pretty cool as well. So um, how are you doing, honey? I'm good. You, you know, I, I feel like you've gone through some tough times lately. <laughs> yeah. Working nights is hard. And working nights pregnant is hard. Yeah. And then I'm just going to play this card. There's two of them inside of me. There's so definitely two of them in there. They're sucking me dry times too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be a little touch and go during those work runs. Yeah. Um, I get a little tired and emotional. You do. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crappy, but. I felt terrible yesterday when you were about to go to work and you just started crying. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I just I was get that. tired and <clears throat> really would have rather stay home on the couch and my body I can't was blame tired. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm good. I am definitely, uh, I One got sec. some feet in my ribs. Go ahead. I've definitely, I think if they are in the same position as they were two weeks ago, I have four feet in my right rib cage. That sucks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just the normal things. My legs are swelling a little bit and I would it's like, getting less and less glamorous every day. I think that you're going through a transformative phase into a mother goddess. Wow. Thank I know. you. Yeah. yeah. Smart man. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Justine's hanging in there as best she can. Um, this episode that we're going to do is basically we're going to do the 20 week ultrasound uh, and talk about that a little bit. And uh, we're going to try to be a little more regular as far as when we record these podcasts because we've been super sporadic. Unfortunately, like we've said in the past, though, we're in a little bit of a waiting phase. There's not a ton going on. We've kind of graduated that IVF uh, phase of the pregnancy a long time ago, uh, but we're just keeping everyone up to date and and. I would like to think that this podcast, once the babies get here, is going to transition from let's make a baby into we made some babies. <laughs> the we made, we made, what would we <laughs> call <what>? that? <laughs> what, what, you know, what would we call that? What's a good name for the we made? Twintastic. Oh, that's a great one. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, because then it's going to become, I mean, the uniqueness of multiples and first time parenthood and. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of uncharted waters to come. And honestly, if we have time for that, it could be one of those things when the babies get here, you know what? Maybe that's where we hang up the Let's Make a Baby podcast reins and just let it be, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, Until the next round, maybe. It depends <clears throat> on if our sitting here talking while they're sleeping wakes them up or if that, I mean, because sleep is, 
sleep is paramount. Paramount. It is. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Well, um, that's we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, but today, I wanted to touch base. You know, we tried to get Jenny on here. Everyone's just so busy. It's Life. crazy. It's just difficult, and it's been super hard to coordinate our schedules. But I feel like we've held back uh, for the last month and a half. Is <laughs> you know the twenty week anatomy scan wow, yeah. results, and uh, so we're going to touch base on that. And uh, Jenny, we love you so much. We understand it's just been crazy busy, and I'm sure we'll have you on soon. Um, but we're going to kind of touch base on the twenty week ultrasound findings, and um, just touch base and let you guys know where where we're at as far as that goes. So, honey, in a nutshell. How did the 20 week ultrasound go? If you can remember, since it's been again a month and a half, but yeah, that was a fun one. Um, that was fun, yeah. It was really fun. We booked out, I think we had two hours of mm-hmm. Jenny's time because it's about an hour per baby ish. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was good. It went great. The babies are basically perfect as can be and growing like little weeds. And it was really cool to see. I mean, you could <clears> see. Every vertebrae and their bones and their brain. Well, in a, in a nutshell, I mean, what do they look for or what did Jenny look for when we're doing that 20-week anatomy scan? Yeah, so she wanted to look at every chamber of the heart, make sure it looks right. She wanted to look at all the brain structures. I think there's certain things that she looks for that are markers for, oh, that could potentially be an issue down the road. Obviously, we checked for like cleft lip, cleft palate. Yeah, fingers, uh, toes. Fingers, toes. We made sure that femurs were the appropriate length. Uh, we made sure that all of their spine was intact. Uh, we made sure their stomachs were working and were the right size and their intestines looked okay. And- what was kind of neat about that is through that uh, scan, when they looked at the stomach, you could see the stomach had developed, which means that they know how to suck properly, which means that they're ingesting uh, the amniotic fluid and whatnot. Oh, yeah. She could tell that it was functional. That which they is were great. That's a big one. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so really fascinating, honestly. Like half the time I didn't even know what we were looking at until she I mean, you could tell like, okay, we're looking at the spine, that's cool. And she would kind of explain like, you know, I would see this and this if this and this, but I don't. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. Or we're checking this <clears throat> because this tells us XYZ. And that's why we wanted to get her on is because that expertise is just not something I have. Yeah, sure. So we're gonna try uh, that I can terms. even yeah, that I can even um put into words, but essentially once they're 20 weeks, they're developed enough that we can see on ultrasound very high levels of detail yeah. in their just anatomy. And uh, you can rule out a lot of potential issues and syndromes and uh, complications yeah. um, just by taking that time to look a lot deeper. Yeah. In a nutshell, I mean, with a 20-week anatomy scan, it's very important, especially you know with any baby, but with IVF babies as well, because there's additional risks that come along with doing IVF. Um, and like Justine said, basically they measure everything. They check the circumference of the head from 50 different ways. And they the belly. The and belly, the legs, the fingers, the toes, the, the facial features. I mean, so many things. Because again, at that point, they're developed enough where you can start to see some, some big issues. Now, one of the, the big things that they check for typically in those instances is they look for those soft markers uh, for things like down syndrome and, you know, uh, deformities and things like that. Yeah. She would have been able to pick up club foot or cleft palate yeah. or, um, something that would indicate, <clears throat> Oh, we might have down syndrome or we need to look further into that and do genetic yeah. testing. Or, you know, we might have a little bit of an intestinal abnormality here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cardiac abnormalities are a big one. Uh, the focusing on the brain and the heart, I think is a big, big part of that because those are pretty important organs. I mean, those are, you know, could be the the most important organs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One second. 
I don't understand why it causes that or what causes that. Well, so um, as she was going through, the babies both look great. They look perfect. They were wonderful. There was one little blip, though. It was a small blip. It was a small blip. Um, when she was looking at Lincoln's heart. Baby A. Baby A. Uh, looking at that heart. You can see it pumping. You can see it moving. There was a little bright spot that showed up. The, the ultrasound is black and white. And as she was watching this heart pumping, there was just a little, little, little pinhead bright spot. And uh, immediately I freaked out inside. I tried to play it cool. Like I knew, you know, what was going on, not a big deal. But uh, all along, you're going to freak out about little things like that. And so we asked Jenny and Jenny said, well, there's this little thing. And do you remember what it was called? Yeah, it's called an echogenic intracardiac focus or EIF. Yeah. What is an EIF? Because to me, it sounds like something terrible. Yeah. So... As soon as anything was wrong, it poor Dylan's little daddy right. heart just freaks out, and it's fine, and it's understandable, and that means we care. Um, but he was immediately like, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna die!" Like yeah, fa- heart failure, right? Not proud of it. That's no, okay. Um, so, in a nutshell, it's we like we mentioned, it's a small bright spot on a developing baby's heart during ultrasound. So, what it is is a lot of times. You know, they, we use these ultrasounds to d- evaluate all four chambers of the heart, the ventricles, the left atrium, all that stuff, right? Yep. Well, sometimes one or more, there could be more, bright spots are seen in the baby's heart chambers. And a lot of times it's in the ventricles. And I think if I remember correctly, it's in his right ventricle no, for him. I believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's actually super common, about three to five percent of pregnancies you'll see this on the baby do you mean common or not common this says it's a common finding on ultrasounds three to five percent is not common right but it says it's common like it's not so abnormal that it's a bad it's an immediate like sure so it says um that typically the eif does not generally impact the overall health of the baby or the development of his or her heart yeah um most eifs are seen in the middle of pregnancy will not really go away second trimester yeah, so we notice it in the second trimester. It's not necessarily going to go away. We'll always see it on his ultrasounds. Um, but it says that kind of the cause of it's unknown. We yeah. don't really know a ton about it. Some doctors are under the impression or have a theory that the spot's due to an area of heart muscle where more calcium than average has collected. Um, so that those areas with more calcium, like in bone, mm-hmm. um, yeah. cause the you know, the sound waves to make a brighter spot sure. like bone yeah. on the ultrasound. But it's impossible to be totally certain yeah. that it won't cause any issues for him. However, the likelihood of that is very, very low. Yeah. It does say that it's considered a normal variation yeah. in fetal development. Um, and it's been not been found to cause long-term health problems or heart problems for the baby. So, um, it's one of those things where it, there are some studies that suggest that this can be a marker, quote unquote, for Down syndrome yeah. and other chromosomal abnormalities. So, you know, in a case where a family hasn't done the genetic testing that we have, the doctor may suggest, hey, let's let's do some genetic testing just to be sure. Yeah. And the way Dr. Vineski uh, then explained it to us after the ultrasound, you know, he said, hey, we did see that. And Jenny said all this, too, was 
you know, typically I would say, well, let's just get some testing, you know, but there's other things that would have popped up on his ultrasound mm-hmm. that would have yeah. been of concern for Down syndrome, et cetera. I mean, we know he doesn't have it because we did the genetic testing and the chromosomes were normal for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in a pregnancy where perhaps they have not done that, then, you know, the doctor might take further steps just to be sure. And there would be other markers uh, yeah. along with it for concern. And he did not have those. There he just be. had that tiny spot and there's some things you know for, she talks about the markers is there are some things like a rounded back of the neck typically they'll have uh, certain facial features yeah um and just different markers that would maybe do that but because we did genetic testing uh the likelihood of that is very 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 low and he was absolutely perfect otherwise absolutely um and so me freaking out and being able to kind of voice that to jenny a little bit she she reiterated that you know what this is nothing to be concerned about i am not concerned because there's none of these other markers uh, when I got home, I, of course, freaked out some more. And, <laughs> and Justine, we were kind of looking it up a little bit. and I'd never heard of it before. Neither had I. And basically, the way that Jenny explained it is it's just a thickening of the muscle. It, calci- we think. Calcification sometimes yeah. makes it think like, oh, my baby's heart is turning into bone or has something crazy going on. But it's just a thickening of the muscle, which shows up lighter on the ultrasound. Um, one of the things that I saw, though, when I was Googling it inc- incessantly, um, it says an echo, echogenic intracardial focus is an ultrasound soft marker for, for uh, aneuploidy, which we know he's not mm-hmm. aneuploidic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Most commonly for Down syndrome and trisomy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, but then it says, but an EIF is almost never something to worry about. It shows up as a bright spot on the heart in imaging. And uh, basically, like you said, it occurs in about 5%. But other than that, it was just fine. But they wanted to keep an eye on it. Yeah, it's just something that we'll Mm -hmm. always check on every time we do an ultrasound to see if it's getting bigger or smaller or... And I believe even at our next appointment at 24 weeks, the heart grew, but the focus did not. Exactly. Yeah. So, so. that just showed that it's really not an issue. His if, heart's developing properly. Yeah. And Jenny and, really zoomed in on the, the heart pumping and you could see that, the EIF, but it was moving with the heart muscle. It wasn't like it was causing any issues mm-hmm. or you know blood flow, circulation issues. It was moving with that valve. And so he at this point- He has no idea. He has no idea. He's just growing like a weed. And speaking of growing like weeds, <laughs> you know, I think that right now they're close to two pounds each probably and uh if you'd ask justine i mean they're three feet tall at this point each and they're just ravaging her insides well let's talk about their length shall we yeah we should um yeah so for those of you who don't know dylan is six foot five okay his father is six foot seven right or eight seven six seven yeah well he's missing a leg now so he's well okay in his prime (laughs) he was six foot seven so these boys have some serious height genes that i i do pray they that come through because i don't on my side um you guys are basically hobbits on on it's pretty rude i think we're average hey sweet girl yeah we just talked through the pop i would love to that's perfect sorry um it's hard to breathe so i try to stretch out um do you want me to raise it for you no it's good (laughs) so what was i getting at oh at our 20 i don't want to jump forward but you made a comment so no we're touching base on 24 right now are we okay so at our 24 week she just measured their length um and they're they were measuring like a week and a half longer than they would Mm -hmm. have that than normal yeah so 
please bless that they got your height jeans, but I'm going to feel that. We might run out of room. I don't know. You might. Yeah. But they're long. They're both long. So You know, and, ju- and just to touch base quickly, right now, according to Baby Plus app, uh, they're about 14 and a half inches long. So they're, they're baby size here. Which I can confirm because yeah. sometimes I will feel a kick way up in my rib area and simultaneously way down in my pelvis yeah. at the same time. They're about two pounds. Um, right now, they're currently working on their sucking reflex. They're trying to get ready to start sucking on your nipples and uh, getting some milk. Is that, that uh, was I mean, weird. It, it is what it is. That was you know weird. What I'm I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> okay. currently, the, <laughs> you just week, said nipples. They get that from their father, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, their brain is developing. Uh, the baby's neurons and brain tissue are developing rapidly. And. Our baby skeleton is completely developed, but the joints are not completely, you know, connecting it all together here. But uh, they're growing along, and it is just crazier than I could ever imagine. And the feelings and thoughts that we're having is nuts. And, um, I mean, we're knocking on seven months along here. Yeah, and they're both the same exact size, which is really neat. A lot of times with twins, one's bigger than the other, but... These guys are within like 20 grams of each other. Yeah, they're right there. So they were both one pound, nine ounces at 24 week ultrasound. Yeah. Um, you know, heaven forbid, if something were to happen, they are good to they're go. Gonna fine, they're going to yeah. be small mm-hmm. and tiny and it'll be a fight. But um, I think that brings a lot of peace, you know. No, oh, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, and we've talked about this through the IVF process, but this whole process is a touch and go thing. And so once you make it that far along, it's like, okay, you, these are huge victories. You know, these are battles you're winning in sure. the, you know, uh, on the way to win the war here. Um, but like we said, if they come about four weeks early, we are less than 10 weeks away from meeting our baby boys, mm-hmm. which is just nuts. And for all of you guys listening uh, from the beginning, if there's any of you, like this has been one hell of a journey and it's so cool to get further along in this process. And, and we're so grateful that it has worked out the way it has. Uh, but that being said, we, our hearts are with all of you guys who, you know, we've heard a couple stories where IVF has not worked out so well and uh, our hearts are with you. You're in our thoughts and our prayers and you know, we're with you every step of the way. Cause we've been there. We've done that. You know? Yeah. And, and we definitely don't take our success for granted. Absolutely. It's a miracle. And I, I don't know why we are the lucky ones, but yeah. Um, that's something that we discuss often is how, how lucky we are. So we certainly are. It's, it's crazy to think that we're like 60 ish days. I mean, I don't even know 60. Yeah. Like 65. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, we're planning a baby shower. It's just all becoming very real. It but is, yeah. Scary. First of all, these guys are going to live no matter what. Yeah. Right. So we will be parents at some point. Yeah. Um, we will meet them in whatever way it's supposed to happen. Yep. And um, I have a feeling come 35, 36 weeks, I'm going to be begging for somebody to take them out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to try to hang in there for them. Yeah. That's, well, you're a, that's, that's all I can do. Yeah. Well, tell you what, let's call it, uh, let's call it an episode. Just okay. a quick little touch base. Uh, we are hanging in there, guys. We love every single one of you. And please, please do leave us reviews and comments. And that helps our podcast get found. And we're so grateful. Um, so we will touch base soon uh, on the next episode of Let's Make a Baby.